that bitch. Hello and welcome back to The Real Bitch of Bravo, brought to you by yours truly, Jihei Wiley. Another solo episode, you guys. I'm sorry that they keep coming. Hopefully you guys liked the episode with Jill Whitmire, who was amazing on Wednesday slash Tuesday. We recorded Wednesday um, was when the podcast came out. And you can now watch it or listen to it. However you get your podcast, um, follow us again, still on social media as well. If you want to follow Jill, follow Jill on social media, Jill underscore Whitmire. Um, I think she's a private account, but you never know. Roll the dice guys. Roll the dice. Um, speaking of rolling the dice, guys, Bravo has been rolling the dice like crazy when it comes to these headlines. LVP's husband first headline just going to get right into it because these headlines are so juicy. It's so weird that the headlines are more juicy than the actual breakdown of the episodes. Even though the episodes are still very juicy, ladies, you're still doing an amazing job. But the headlines are popping. So I'm super, super excited uh, for the headlines this week. So far, we have LVP's husband, Ken Todd, who has been hit with a lawsuit by the property owner of the couple's now closed West Hollywood restaurant pump demanding a little over $950,000 um, from the owners, the actual owner of the property. Um, I'm actually going to, I was supposed to read this for you guys. So I'm going to actually look on my phone. I'm just going to let me, give me two seconds. And I'm going to just pop it up on social media. Cause again, just so fucking juicy. So good. Um, all righty. According to, well, it's really, I think, according to Radar Online. So take this with a grain of salt, you guys. Um, according to court documents obtained by Radar, RadarOnline.com, the company's 8948 Pier Santa Monica Partners sued Pumps LLC and, and Kevin, Kevin, Ken Todd for breach of contract and promissory fraud and conversion. For those that don't know what that is, I'm about to tell you in the suit. 8948 said it was the owner of the premise where Pump was located. The company said the defendants leased the property for their bar and restaurant in 2013. They agreed to pay $32,500 per month in rent. The rent increased to around $42,500 in 2020. 8948 i.e. Ken Todd and um, Pump, um, their LLC, said the lease agreement um, said the lease agreement had said that Todd and Pump LLC would transfer and convey the liquor license to 8949 after the lease terminated. For those that don't know about a liquor license, it's really hard to get and it's um, but it's easy to transfer over and depending on the city, it's easy to transfer over and just give them back that um, liquor license. Again, depending on the city, depending on know where you're located. Um, the company claimed Todd's statements were false because they believe he never intended the terms of the lease after it expired. The suit said Pump occupied the property until July 13th, 2023, at which date Pump surrendered possession of the premises. Not the liquor license, just the premises, you guys. In the suit, 8948 accused Pump of failing to pay rent and other charges totaling $250,000. Furthermore, it said Pump had failed to turn over the liquor license to the company, um, 8948, which was required as part of the lease. Furthermore, the suit... This is long, guys, so bear with me. Furthermore, the suit first reported by The Blast alleged, alleged that Pump has removed, has removed from the premises fixtures and property attached to the premise... Um, including without limit um, limitation a 
customized security gate. Um, the company said it has entered into a new lease with a new tenant for the premises, but needs the liquor license immediately to follow the new tenant to operate a bar and full service restaurant. Very important that they get the liquor license because to be honest with you, without that liquor license, they're fucked. They're not going to make nearly as much money or any money if they don't have any kind of liquor license. So I get the urgency on both ends, um, the restaurant and on the property um, manager, whoever owns the property to get this shit done. Defendants and each of their failure and refusal to reassign, transfer, and convey the liquor license to 8948 will cause 8948 to suffer a loss of approximately 56,500 of base rent and other charges for each month that defendants fail and refuse to reassign transfer and convey the liquor license to 8948. In addition, 8948 will suffer a loss of the value of the liquor license itself with a current estimated fair market value of $150,000. The suit has read um, the property owner has damaged, uh, has demanded $750,000 in damages for the alleged breach of contract and another $200,000 for refusing to turn over the liquor license. The owner of the property tells Radar Online, and this is where it gets insanely shady um, and makes Ken look really bad and that company look really bad. We are aggressively pursuing damages and he will be held fully liable. Nothing this guy won't do, including skipping out on rent, attempting to unlawfully remove mature trees on the property filling our liquor license and patio gates and ripping chandeliers out of our ceilings half of their employees opted to stay with our new tenant for good reason i mean holy shit i've worked with some bad bosses before but i've always left right when like they've you know shut down or whatever the case may be and but I've never done it like this where I'm like, I'll stay because the property owner or because the owner before this is a shady fucker. I don't want to work for him anymore. And also I've never heard anything but great things about Ken. But then again, this could just be because like, at least Ken talked like he's probably very shows you maybe how bad the management might possibly be of pump. Um, I'm just putting out a legends out there. I don't know the management of pump uh, very well, but from what I've heard, they're nothing but great. So I haven't heard any bad things about them um, back in. Uh, it just goes on to talk about them. Um, basically saying after our 10 year lease is up, we're, we're out of the, uh, the building or whatever, but this, I mean, this doesn't look good for you. Ken. I mean, an almost million dollars. That's a lot. Like that's a boatload of money, man. Over 950k. I don't know. Like this is going to be an uphill battle. I think. Like he's probably. I would hope that he would try to settle, but we'll see. I don't know what um what's going to come of this, but it's very very interesting. And man, y'all be staying in the news. Um, and speaking of staying in the news, staying in our social media lives while filming the special forces. The cast was not allowed to bring in certain items, including pictures of loved ones. But since this guy just isn't used to following the rules anyway, Tom Sandoval snuck in pictures of Rachel Levis onto the set and proceeded to show them around to castmates right after the news broke, basically, that they were an item. Um, this just shows so much tone deafness and just so much um, of his disregard for the rules. And it's just par for the course. I feel like this headline isn't really a headline. It's just more of like, I'm just going to share some information with you guys um, that was shared basically with me. This doesn't, I don't think this should shock anybody in the Bravo verse or anybody that's a Bravo fan. 
Last but not least for the headlines, and this is all uh, Vanderpump Rules. Vanderpump Rules past and present are always making the Real Bitch of Bravo headlines, including Jax Taylor and Brittany Cartwright. They are partnering up with the owners of Rocco's um, in West Hollywood to open up their own family-centric sports bar, according to their podcast, by the end of September. Which, by the way, if you guys know, they just started doing construction on this place. And even if they get all of the, like, they better have every single permit. They better have everything that the city possibly needs in order to move forward. They better be fully staffed, like everything or like transfer staff, maybe over from Rocco's to this new location, which is going to be called Jack's, I believe, uh, Jax's bar. Uh, this is just, this is just a bad idea. It's just the best, especially in this economy and especially in um, California. Because the taxes are crazy, owning a restaurant, business, anything in this area in California is insane. Um, it's not very mom and pop friendly. It's not very ownership friendly unless you know you're McDonald's or Taco Bell or some like major you know corporation. So it's just not a good idea, and this is not worth the headache. But you know what? To each his own. This is their dream. This is what they want to do. They want to be bar owners. Good luck, honey, because you guys have no clue. To befall on you guys. I've opened bars and restaurants for a plethora of years. And I love that word, by the way. Um, a plethora of years. And this is just a nightmare. It's a bad idea. I say don't do it. Get your money out now. Invest in something that's a lot more um, fail proof, I guess, or um, uh, economically savvy proof. Uh, it's just, this is just a bad idea bad idea and I work in a bar like I'm very fortunate to work in the bar that I work in where it's like it's always profitable not good, not good. Get, out while you, get out while you can just please get out the beer cheese because the beer um, at said bar I would love for the beer cheese like have like you can do it in your own kitchen and just kind of produce it um that way at first and then after that maybe go into a more uh kitchen where you can make it in mass anyways that's it for the regular headlines guys i know you missed out on our random headlines but here they are candy spelling tori spelling's mother and widow of aaron spelling who is worth 600 million dollars by the way is being slammed for her seemingly callous behavior Currently living in an RV due to a mold infestation in their current home. Fans slamming the grandmother for not being there for her and her grandchildren. But according to page six, and man, they move fast. Candy Spelling found Tori refused to move in. So if this were me, the ball would be in your court. I come from a totally different upbringing. I taken and run i would rather live with my mother at that point and kind of just save us both a little bit of and that's it to have room for these kids and he wanted to come over like, aren't you the grandmother like I, and again i'm not saying that you know, bad grand Offering, you know, offering them a place and whatever it might not be subpar. Whatever. We don't know the circumstances as far as that. 
falling out. Uh, Candy and Tori had a falling out due to money and all that stuff. But for in this case, run. Like, um, that's just my take. I know there's. I'm not going to do that. And that's not me. I would probably just, if you were really truly in dire straits, just get it done. Uh, speaking of getting it done, we'll have to slow clap them, you guys. We have to slow clap them because they are bringing the fucking drama of week. The drama with showing Tamara's nipples down the slide, shocker. And then way, but whatever, it's fine. Um, the Ryan Saga can We also get getting to trace Migas back together and Shannon nearly leaving their lunch due to a relationship rumor that includes brought up by Heather off camera. Once we get to that, it goes basically to be continued because Shannon freaks the hell out and talk to production about her relationship. Airing, um, like if this I know she has a reality personality. Person and then don't date her. Case in point, Vicky Gunnelson, who I'm actually turning the corner on right now and I'm loving, but Vicky Gunnelson, she is. A, um, she is no longer really on the camera. She's kind of playing a friend of, right? And she's killed it. And she has, she's been off camera for almost a year and a half longer. Is living her life. But you know what? I bet you she's not going to be like, hey, you have to go on camera with me. She's going to be like, you know what? You're a private person. Sounds good. Be a private person. Goodbye. That, I mean, it takes two see? Getting her, you know, you kind of, Sorry, if you guys don't know it, I'm in LA again. There is a massive ass heat wave. It's always constantly hot in here. Um, so again, I'll be sweating like the Dickens. Um, sorry, and um, put my hair up, but it just. Uh, I, I do also, I do love uh, the major reaction that Vicky is sitting at the table by herself, just living in her own world. Keep making it happen as long talking about her kids, talking about her personal life, her love tank, all that other crap. I just want woohoo Vicky. Let's just keep Vicky at woohoo status. And I'm so down with that. No more 
drama Vicky or whatever. Woohoo Vicky is the one I want. Keep that girl on camera. She's amazing. Bravo. Keep Woohoo Vicky on. Um, and pay her all the money. Don't care. She's worth it. She's worth it if she's just Woohoo Vicky. That being said, we move on to Shannon saying in her confessional that she made the decision to confide in her off camera um, when she was at home and something happened um, was happening to her at home, which was upsetting her in her relationship. And hence why she didn't have the By the way, ladies, it's people in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. That's the thing. Just putting it out there. It really bothers me when they're like, they're trying to spit it out. They just cut. Like, oh, let them figure it out. Let them figure it out. That being said, in a, um, again, I'm just, again, reemphasizing Vicky looks awesome in this diminished capacity of a role. Emily then goes and takes her family to the punk. punk short. The kids, Emily's point, she's never experienced this kind of, uh, experienced this kind of family. With a family, she wants to give her kids more than her. Um, and B, she needs to get on the same pair. I'm done. Moving on. Go have what looks like acai bowls together. Never had acai bowl. Make it happen. They're delicious. They're not overrated, like my boyfriend said. They're delicious. They're bomb and they're worth the wait. Fresh fruit. It's a Brazilian um, frozen treat, and it's delicious. Um, I actually wish I had an acai bowl sponsor. I would crap out of them, dude, because I would legit go to them all the time. Anyways. Moving on, um, they're having the together to hash out the Ryan issue. Shannon, Eddie, and John. And while I know that everyone thinks, especially the anti-Tamra people, I know that everybody thinks that this is an ambush on Tamra's part. And I might be a little naive, but I really do believe that this was done with true night part to kind of swash. I don't know. If they're going to squash the beef, that they'll ever squash the beef, um, even though they do at the end of this episode. Shocker. But we'll see. Time, time. There's meeting at Javier's. This is going to be a shortness to the family um, because Heather's boring the shit out of me. Um, Heather meets with at Javier with Billionaire and Dallas Mavs. Dallas Mavericks owner Mark Cuban, who loves himself the South Bay, you guys. He's married and I don't want to get sued. Um, this scene unfortunately just proves my point again that Heather, other than maybe spreading the drama, has nothing to offer us as a housewife other than glimpses of the glamorous life that she leads. So, with that, again, I told you it was going to be short and sweet. Shameless plug of the Dubros and Mark Cuban are move to the next scene, which happens to be also kind of a snooze fest as well, but it's slightly better than any storyline that Heather has going on and the agenda she's trying to push, which is that Gina and Jen meet up at a cute little boutique, and Gina um, talks about Jen obviously brings up the Tamara, um, the invite, and the whole Ryan thing. Um, also, I just wanted to say one thing that just popped out at me during Gina's confession. No finger, and I want to say it's on her right finger, on her right ring finger. 
or left ring finger, sorry, I finger. So is it a gator ring? Is it a ring? Because I have a lot of girls don't want to get hit on and wear a fake ring so maybe it's that is it a real engagement ring from travis um are they keeping this on the dl or did she just keep her engagement ring to the fact that i believe you could technically keep it a lot of ways. i got I, gina i got to know hit up your girl got to know like what's with the big fat rock it looks like an engagement ring it's beautiful by the way so if travis did end up giving you that So please DMs posts in like the comment section. Don't care if anybody has any um, insight into this. Please let a girl know because I really I have to know. I I'm just so insanely curious. Next, Gina brings up Shannon and John, which Gina, God, I want to really I do like naturally love Gina. I think she's just a girl's girl and she's like really cool, but her consistently bringing up other people's drama, like irony at its finest because she brings up, um, she brings up, you know, uh, uh, Jen and Ryan. And now she's bringing up Shannon and John. And then she, this brings up that, you know, if in your relationship, it's easier for you to focus on other people than you focus on yourself. Is that a little irony? Is that a little foreshadowing that we're going to be seeing for you? Um, I, I just, I don't want, I don't want to hate on you because I like really think that you're like, I think that you're just trying to do your housewife duty by like bringing up trauma, but it's not organically bringing it up. Like you're forcibly bringing up something that has nothing to do with you. So I'm just kind of concerned and I'm kind of worried and whatever. And you also don't bring up the fact that Heather's the one that brought it up to you. I would understand this if you'd be like, why is Heather? talking about somebody else it doesn't make any sense those glasses would make more sense versus this one oh it's just for me it's just a bad look to constantly bring it up um that being said actually trying to debate she actually this trying to debate heather in talking about shannon and john's relationship at box house um, it's a boxing cheap boxing little workout studio guys if you didn't know what box house is and then, um heather first initially after they're done with their workout talks about her house going into escrow and them getting the penthouse in la and calling it a pied de terre pied de terre um yes je parle français so i know what a pied de terre pied a terre is um, for those that don't and didn't want to read the whole entire thing, it's a small unit apartment condo often located in a large city, not used. Um, so basically, like, not a crash pad like Bronwood had, but kind of, like, you spend a little bit of time there, you spend a little bit of time at home, mainly time at home, but, like, every so often you'll, like, go to your pied de terre. By the way, I just want to say, and I know I like jump around a lot, you guys, so I apologize ahead of time, but Tamara's blue dress in the confession, in the fire, like she needs to wear that thing more often. I hope we get more of that. And also Tamara, if you want to let me know where the fuck you got that dress, I want it. I'm not, but eventually when I lose all this dress, because that dress is beautiful. It's stunning. 
Um, moving on, um, moving back to, we're still staying with Tamara testing Heather about the subject of Shannon. And this is where I believe that she goes wrong, where Tamara goes wrong. For me, and I get it, she's trying to be sneaky. She's trying to start slipping off of this this bed slash couch or whatever. So, um, I mean, bed. So here's the thing, Tamara, if it were me, and this is probably why I'm not a house, I would just straight up tell her to keep Shambador's relationship out of your mouth. But again, I'm not a housewife. So that being said, I get why she did it. I get why she was talking about it. I get why she was saying like, trying to bait her and tell her and ask her like, you know, what do you think about Shannon's relationship? Da, da, da. Like she was trying to like get her in the mix and get her involved and stuff. So I understand that. I, again, am more of a straight to the point, screw that. Like just, why did you, why did you bring her up all the time? Like, why are you talking shit behind her back to other people? Like leave her alone. Like who cares? Like stop talking about something that has nothing to do with you. Um, but Tamara is too smart. Or sorry, Heather is too smart to take Tamara's bait. Um, which she says in her confessional, like, why are you so concerned about this? Why do you want to talk about this all of a sudden, Tamara? Hmm, smells a little fishy. Um, so, yeah, you know what? She's obviously going to see a lot of other drama later on, which I cannot wait. I'm looking really, really forward to that. Um, not so much looking forward to Emily and Shane, though, headed to the for dinner to talk about their kids and the differences in their parenting styles. The only thing I will say about this scene that I loved because I've actually always been a Shane fan. I know that sounds really weird, but I've always been a Shane fan. I've, I've been around people that are very similar to Shane and they're very dry and their humor is very sarcastic and it's like off-putting or seems off-putting, but at the end of the day, their heart's still in the right place and they're still willing to try. You just got to blatantly that shit goes over his head you like are just blunt with him um so i give it to shane that he's always willing to listen and take whatever emily has to say into consideration and that's also why i believe they're going to stand the test of time um the only person that like will fuck this up is going to be shane's gonna stick with you sweetheart he's gonna be there to the bitter fucking end because like he really does love you you can see it and i'm not saying emily is gonna leave him by any means or like whatever but if anything, it would be because of Emily, not because of Shane. That's all I'm saying. Um, and I love Emily. I think she's like so much fun. She's a good time. She might here. Emily, I love Emily. Like, I really do love you. I, I'm not saying that like you guys are going to get a divorce, but if it were to happen, you're like the victim. happen because of you. It's not going to happen because of that, Oh, that and the fact that they both um when they went to dinner i thought that would i'm like dude the way to my heart absolutely is my stomach and if we go to like a bomb place for dinner and we both want to get like we're both on the same as far as eating psh, that is my guy right there um Gina and Travis staging a real estate practice session and obviously better than Mauricio's daughter practicing staging, um, the, doing the exact same thing. Um, Alexia, by the way, is who I'm talking about. Uh, Umanski. If nobody saw their Netflix special, their Netflix, keep whatever thing for, um, for Mauricio and his company. Watch it. uh, it's, it's worth like a few episodes in like maybe like two or three, but then after that, I kind of lost interest. 
uh, especially since the people that were in there are in there. The older people, though, by the way, absolutely interesting. I wanted to keep watching them, but they weren't really the highlight. So it's what it is. They're trying to go with the young guys. I get it. You know, you want to go for the younger demographic? Go nuts. Uh, speaking of the non-younger demographic, let's get back to Housewives. Let's get back to Shane and John waiting for Emma, Jen and Ren get to John's house before they head to dinner John's boat. And while they wait cocktail in hand, John asks, um, has, asks how Shannon's lunch went with Vicky. And man, it couldn't have been more awkward unless Shannon's back was completely turned away from John. Like, I get that she didn't want to talk about it, but like, here's my thing. In that moment, don't talk about it. But off camera before, maybe talk about it. Maybe warn him a little bit about um, that there's an incident. There's like circling around that has nothing. Like you didn't keep it a secret. And for that, you're sorry. Because then I think he'll be on your side more. And maybe this would have helped him. Sorry, helped him a little be like, okay. I, you know, at least I know. And it's out there, whatever. Um, I don't know. Like, I think it could have been handled differently, but you know what? I'm not her. And that's probably how I would have come at it. Um, that's how I would have came at it. Anyways. Um, as you know, Tamara really is a friend because if she was just trying to up TV, she could have actually mentioned the relationship at the dinner, which she didn't. She could have mentioned and she, I ain't touching that with a 10 foot pole. Like I'm not going to even talk about you and John. Even if it's in front of your face, I'm not going to talk about you and John unless it's just you four, um, which you actually did on camera and you talked about it. And he answered. He has figured it out, whatever. You know, but it's not your, like, like she said, if I'm so torn on this. I don't know if everybody else is torn on this, but like he chose also to be a So his conflict you're trying to be on, you're on national TV, but you don't want to talk about your personal life. Isn't the point of you being on reality TV to talk about your personal life? I'm kind of confused on this one. Like, so one day maybe I'll see Shannon again and I can ask her. Um, I don't know. Um, maybe, maybe he also isn't getting paid by Bravo. And the, that's probably the reason why he's like, I'm not talking about my life. You ain't paying me to talk about it. Paying her to talk about her life. And I want certain things out. So, Maybe that's the case. Don't know. Would love to know. Hopefully I'll find out um, sooner than later. Um, God, you can cut the knife with this entrance, right? Like Tamara, on one, Tamara and Eddie on one side. Um, Jen and obviously Ryan on the other. Um, them and him trying to be talkative and active with them. Ryan, that is, to Eddie and them. Ooh, just 10. It's ridiculous. Um, even when they go on the boat, and everyone heads on the boat, and then we head to commercial, um, which is what we're going to do in a second, there's still tension that you can cut with a knife. That being said, guys, I'm going to take a quick little break, just like they did, and I'll be right back with more um, Housewives of Orange County recap brought to you by 66. Be right back. With Terry showing Heather the papers. That they that they are in escrow at her new house apartment in LA where Heather hopes that she gets recast 
as the Royal Housewives of Beverly Hills. Just kidding. But I bet you that is definitely the reason why. Actually, she even says it, that it is the reason why they got that new penthouse apart in LA, specifically for auditions, all that crap, whatever. So that is partially the reason why she got it, um, in which they actually quickly let the audience know that they have to sell their home in Orange County in order to move into their new place in LA, which I don't think is necessarily, as ne it's not very necessary since they bought the penthouse for mil, the LA penthouse. They bought it for $14 million. They sold the Orange County home for $55 million. Properties elsewhere. To get out of this Orange County home. Now, financially, would it be situation? Because you don't want to waste more money by like just having like three or four. I think they have like four homes if you're including all of them all at once. They have like home or a state they have a place in Hawaii that they were looking at and they have a place in Mexico. So I get it financial wise. If it were me and I had also money at the same time, like well, they have money for a reason, right? They keep their money for a reason. So um, I would stay put for a little bit and like, because the housing market in, in California, it's going to keep going up for us out, and that eventually, like, should a fan, then the, the real estate market's going to take a dive, but it just keeps going up, which is insane, insane that it just keeps going up. Um, so, again, I would have sat on it. They didn't sit on it. Um, they actually end up getting somebody to offer their home, uh, I'll give them an they got they get asked to ask for 65 mil, but they brought it back down to 55 mil. So obviously it was meant to be. As Heather said, she's like, if it's meant to be, then you know, we'll be able to get into our home or whatever, you know, into that Pierre de Terre, alleged Pierre de Terre. Um let's get real. It wasn't a Pierre de Terre. We all knew that she wanted to move and get out of Orange County. Uh, I mean her kids don't even need to be there anymore, right? I think they're all in private school and stuff. So like they don't even need to be there. So, Heather, this offer was obviously shared to you. For those that don't know what the shirt means, look it up. It's a great word. Um, then we get back to the main event from Tension Hub. Dun, dun, dun. They all pass Nobu in John Jansen's boat, and shit just gets even more weird and more awkward and more tense and just... Uh, They finally orders their drinks and food. And this is when you know that douchebag. No man orders for a woman. He's sitting there ordering drinks for Jen. Do we notice that everybody, like, Shannon has ordered her own drink. Tamara probably ordered her own drink. Eddie didn't order her drink. Um, ordered his own drink. He's the only one that you guys at me about the food. The food's totally different because they were all sharing the food and everybody ordered something. So the deviled eggs were not ordered by Eddie. They were probably ordered by John. The And they're all sharing shit. So the, Eddie ordering a bunch of food is not a bad move specifically because he's just ordering for the fucking table. 
He's running for everybody. Where, like everybody picked, nitpicked at every single thing that was on the table. Before you add like, well, you ordered all the food. It's like, no, stop with that. Nobody orders their damn date a drink. Just don't do it, guys. Bad form. Bad, bad form. This woman is a grown out woman. She owns her own yoga studio as a very financial person. She doesn't even I'm pretty sure that she then brings up the dick pic and Tamara being the elite housewife that she is jumps right in and to Shannon for being the comedy by asking John if he's ever sent one um, a dick pic. Um, I'm, I'm here for it, Shannon. Make, make that shit happen. Fucking hilarious. Also good uh, that gets on the table where Shannon and John leave the table to go to the restroom. But let's get it real. Let's get what it really was about. It was about Tamar, elite. What I would have done, though, and I get why they didn't do this, and I'll explain why in a second, but what I would have done would have been better for me and my date. I would have been like, let's ask the staff when they're placing the dinner so they can go to the bar and grab a drink and just wait for the conversation between them to be over. So then that way they could go back to the and they can sit down and have a nice dinner with each other and do their thing. Um, it does suck that here's the reason for that, and I totally understand why they didn't. It sucks that John has to drive them back because if John didn't have to drive them back, I bet you they can go back for some shots and kick back before the dinner, um, before the dinner was set down. And that's what I would have done. Um, when it comes to Ryan and Tamara, I love that Eddie is just a straight shooter and he is just coming to Ryan man to man. And when Eddie asked, I believed him. And the reason why I believed him is that he says without hesitation. He came, it came out of his mouth when Eddie like automatically asked, automatically said, yeah, yeah. But then when he was asked if, um, you know, if he said that he wanted to fuck Tamara at the gym, he hesitated. And then he said, like, he was, like, trying to think about it. It just makes me believe that he was, like, that everything that was coming out of his life is a lie. If he didn't say it, there would be no hesitation whatsoever. who has never slept with you and isn't paid for Universal, by the way, to be on the show, why would she, like, she has no reason to have any financial kind of gain um, out of this. So why would she lie? It makes literally no sense. Like, what does she have to gain? And when you have people that are on the cast, too, like, doubling down, particularly Shannon, who says in her confessional, in her confessional, in her confessional um, and again, has nothing to gain from this, she says that she's known as a liar. Bro, you suck. You're so sus. It's like, I just can't believe you're cooked out eyes. I can't. I can't believe the bug eyes, dude, when you're like this to somebody and like that's all and like you're so focused like this on them it's just so sad and like i just can't and i'm probably doing it right now but i just can't i can't see somebody that has eyes they're like a male's version of crazy eyes it's literally the male version of crazy eyes louis has them even joe gorga has them which kind of sucks 
Um, it's more of like, but like, it's very, it's scary, dude. Like, just, you're so sus, you're sus. Um, this truce also between Tamara and Jen has obviously not lasted. Unfortunately, because um, no longer follows Jen, doubt on social media. Um, we find out actually on her taking a little water down now because one is on reality TV and the other one is no longer on reality TV, but like isn't giving everything. And I'm kind of bummy, getting bummed out about this. Like, the reason why I started listening was because they were so real and now they're not really being real and just really frustrating to me. But as far as uh, the reunion goes, where hell break loose and and go to blows or whatever. Um, but if you're thinking that Tamara's going to get let go or have a diminished role because after this season, you're fucking crazy. She just, her, her stock just went through the roof. She's going to be freaking even more fire. The Trace Amigos are probably going to be a thing. I kind of wish that it wasn't. I wish that, you know, I'm 99% sure that Vicky's going to get her orange back and she's going to come back bigger and better than ever because I love this Vicky. I cannot re-emphasize enough. That's actually probably going to be the title of this show. I cannot get enough of this Vicky. Keep woohoo Vicky. Fuck my love tank full Vicky. Like I need woohoo. Nothing else. So whoop it up Vicky. Uh, sorry. sorry for going Going back. Um, that ends the season or season that ends the episode but then we get the season trailer which by the way if you guys haven't watched the mid-season trailer it's fire southern charm season nine trailer kind of fire but it's still fire and for those who the season nine trailer for southern charm watch it it is amazing i cannot wait for september 14th i cannot wait i'm so excited um we then see the trailer to me because we're about to move it up um, one another in a pool in a hospital or Vicky maybe gets carted on an ambulance. Godly. Let's go. Um, in a bar, even. Um, all of her, you know, keg stands and all that stuff. So I, I can't wait to see all of them move it up together and have a good time. Which this one is actually doing its due diligence and actually giving us that. They're giving us the drama, but they're also giving one another. Seeing his back together again. It's awesome. Loving it. We also see Shannon going off on Heather in particular about spreading her and John and I, again, I can't wait for that shit to happen. I cannot wait for that shit to go down. Um, we also see some of the women going off on Shannon, particularly Emily, to eat her chicken wings in the end of this trailer while which I love it. I fucking love it. It's hilarious. Uh, cracks me up. Guys, that's the end of the episode, but we got more for you. We got more for you. Because Watch What Happens Live did not disappoint. Two other amigas were on Watch What Happens Live uh, a couple days ago. Vicky Gunnelson herself, the OG of the OG of the Quiet Woman, Julius Sakis, I believe is his name, who shows you that he isn't only the sole responsibility of the housewives of Bravo. Julius is asked who is a better customer, Shannon or Kelly, or who's his favorite customer, I think. And he emphatically said, response to that comment on social 
me up making a long story short time soon or at all for her. Um, so it's, um, what uh, said, basically saying that Kelly Dodd was not his favorite or was his least favorite uh, housewife that comes in to the quiet woman, the shade the shade um now with the rest of the shade of watch what happens live we go to shannon and vicky um vicky gets asked that she did i think she lost 33 pounds um she's saying that she now whatever but vicky I believe, because why would she lie? she has no reason to lie you're not paying her problem you're not paying her enough to lie. So um, she actually tells you, she tells the audience that she has done it the long way through intermittent fasting, um, which I can actually attest to that. If you have lost weight via Ozempic or any other way and desire to maintain the weight loss, you to do it. Um, I used to do it when I was 50 pounds lighter than this, and it saved me. I, I consistently, for you, sorry guys, for over a year, I was I was in the clear. I was good, and I intermittent fasted. I fasted way gnarlier than her. Like she she for X amount of time, I eat all day, and then I would eat like for two or three hours at the very end, like at, after like a twenty hour long fast, and then I do it all over the next day. We do get to the headlines. After, so long story short, guys, intermittent fasting totally works. I suggest doing it. Get it done. Um, get then get to the polls uh, that come strolling in and some interesting questions come in like did Shannon overact to Tamara bring up her relationship with Tamara and Jennifer's true last um but the best one is who you put up with and they put all the women on a scale and basically says like if you guys don't say Vicky she's gonna be very bummed about it which she actually ended up not being very bummed about it she had a very uh a very mature, mature response, mature response. Um, this is the shadiest question for me specifically because only in the last few episodes have I changed my mind because the drama is not centered around Vicky anymore. And I'm going to say that I love Whoop It Up Vicky for the eight millionth time, but I totally get why more people voted for Emily. And I literally to Vicky, she's great, she's fun. Um, but she did say Vicky, that is like, so, that's so shady, but like, not shady, because she totally will take take it back. She looks like somebody she, she would have so much fun with. Um, Shannon answers the questions, next, Shannon answers the questions, but I took it out because of, because she answers it on Watch What Happens Live. The question was, did she get out of the club and his daughter? We find out that the place was closing down and everyone was going to to leave. So, however, her and John's daughter have a history not getting along. So, yes, they did get with one another. Multiple people made statements that were involved. She doesn't know why this needs to go any further. And Shannon, I'm done talking about it. Um, maybe you shouldn't also tell Heather any stuff as well. Maybe she'll talk about it on and off camera. But um, bunch. Last but not least, um, 
the last two things really of note for me, except for the end when Andy reacts to the break of Tamara's fake boob. It just set it all for me in in the episode. Um, and before that, he also goes, I totally understand where he's coming from. But man, I would have just let it fly and be like, "Fuck the fuck the uh, the game." And you'd still have your fake boob intact, Andy. Um, that being said, you guys, no fakies around here. So thank you so much for listening. Um, if you even got this far, don't forget to follow us on social media and everywhere you get Let me know if the itchy or positive is always on this show. So bring it. I have a very thick skin. Even though I'm from an age, I have a very, very thick skin. Um, again, guys, thank you so much for listening to Robot Chopper. As always, by Sandbar 66. And if you guys are not there for Six Man this weekend, if you're not at Sandbar 66 for Six Man this weekend, you are missing out. As I used to say back in the day, you don't know what you're missing, man. Um, it starts today out Sandbar 66, live music all weekend, by the way. And amazing um, cocktails. I will be there, but I'll be drinking. Um, I will drinking into the come on by if you are not on the beach check out Sam R66 Bravo thank you so much for listening I'm out follow me on social media by the way at the underscore underscore bitch underscore of underscore Bravo everywhere you get your social media bye thanks guys love you